Hey everyone, just wanted to invade your ear holes for a slight... Well, we are going to be talking about our fantastic sponsor, Otaku House. So, do you like mystery boxes? Question mark. Nani? Mystery boxes? Well, guess what? Kuji is essentially that. But, it is really cool because it comes with figures, wall scrolls, and so many cool things. And some fantastic, and I mean fantastic, brands, or names, IPs that you can get are things such as Sailor Moon, Demon Slayer, and many more. Kirby, man, Kirby is also involved in this too, man. You know that little pink swishy thing that likes to suck up people and I'm not talking about any, like, perverted things? That, that too, that, yes, you can get Kirby in this box. You just go and on their website... Link below, it is shop.otakuhouse.com. Check that stuff out. And you can go and do this. And for a limited time only, if you use the coupon code TALKIN, you get 5% off. That's right, 5% off of whatever purchase you get. And that is simply by going to otakuhouse.com, shop.otakuhouse.com and get some fantastic things for a fantastic thing. And, of course, thank you to Otaku House for supporting us for this limited time that we have with them. And I hope you guys love their content just like you love our content. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this. Let's get into the hashtag best worst anime freaking podcast around your favorite and my favorite. I will see you guys in the episode. Bye, everyone. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. What's up, everybody? It's the Summoning Boys here from How Not to Summon a Podcast. Big shout out to our friends for giving us some time to reveal ourselves. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're about, we're three English lads who like to have a drink or two and give deep dives into anime. Sometimes successfully, sometimes not. But always a good time. Damn right, baby. We talk about anything from cock-thrusting scouts... Morning, Mr. Smith! ...to bicycles of justice... Bring, bring, motherfucker! ...to cum-tasting cookies... Nom, 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 nom. ...and bullet-dodging boobies... Those BDBs. You can catch us every Saturday on all good podcatchers. Chat to us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast. I've been Sheeny Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later, guys. Bye. Ta-ra. Caution side effects may include nosebleeds, hand cramp, uncontrollable laughter, pregnancy, two sides of anime fans, high blood pressure to your penis, not suitable for vegans. The following podcast is brought to you by Talking Anime. The following podcast may contain language and may contain images and other things that may trigger you. If you're easily triggered, do not listen. You have been warned. Warning, language may include the words fuck, shit, and holy fucking shit. Please listen at your own discretion. Oh!
everyone. Hello, everyone. It is your boy, the host with some of the most, Mitch. And with me, as always, the uh, the mad lad Chad himself, Gachi. How's it going, Gachi? I smacked my head on my doorframe today, and I'm sore, angry, and bitter. So every other day. <laughs> More or less. And also with us is our... Uh, is Gachi's main squeeze, Triple. How's it going, brother? How you doing? The Faye Valentine to my Spike Spiegel. <laughs> I can't wait to people to start thinking that's real. <laughs> I, I can't wait to just genuinely have someone say, So you, how's the relationship coming with Gachi? And I'll be like, what, what, are you about? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? The fuck, this has been, this has been a joke for like three years between us. I, I know it is, but and I'm just waiting for like some unsuspecting fellow who doesn't know that it's a joke to pop in and be like, "Oh yeah, hi, how are you? Oh, you're in a relationship. Good for you. Good for you." And be like, you know, "Motherfucker, you know listen that, here." You know the image where it's like the three kids like uh, debating something. It's like a YouTube video. It's like it's like if you took trash taste and put it there, we'd be the three kids equivalent of that because we're all three vi- autists of varying variety, and we just sit around <laughs> and talk about shit we love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the the interesting interesting thing about our uh, our little operation here is that we are, uh, you know, we're we're not always here just to talk about anime like most of the other shows. We usually just you know shoot the shit and then eventually get to our topic. Speaking of shooting the shit, uh, Mitch, what have you been watching or reading these past two weeks since I've talked to you? I, I have to do one thing before I do that, though. Okay, everyone, it is time for your hashtag best worst anime podcast. You know, it's time to uh, crack a cold one. I'm super professional about this. You know, uh, oh, he's actually take off. One. Motherfucker, take- how am I the only one with that one? I take don't have off one today. I'm actually not drinking for once. Take off your pants. Grab your favorite waifu pillow. It's gonna get freaky okay. here because we're gonna talk some fucking anime. And what have I been doing for the past two weeks? Um, so I uh. tried to accomplish uh, getting my vaccination because that's becoming a thing now in Ontario. Hasn't been going well. But uh, Ontario is the cesspool of Canada, and you can change my mind. It's very <laughs> hard go- to. I'm not going cool. to because it is the cesspool. We are the Florida of Canada. Well, no, no, that's that Manitoba. is a hard fucking that, statement, that's, that's there, Man- sir. That's Manitoba. <laughs> Manitoba is where you go if you want to get shot, sold a crack rock, and then like mugged and then sexually harassed by the same person in a span of 20 minutes that can't tell the difference. That's a different person each time. <laughs> Are you, did you get mole- do you get molested by an alligator and or accidentally run over an iguana? Um, I, drunk natives and hate crimes sums up Manitoba, and then Ontario's like uh, Manitoba, but they pretend they're California. Sounds yeah. like you need more lizard. <laughs> it's too cold what? for fucking lizards. I had to put winter tires on my truck because it started fucking freezing at night. <laughs> mm, that sounds like a lizard problem could fix. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so, Canada. All we need now is Canada <laughs> needs more lizards. <coughs> so uh, needs an- more Facebook. So anime wise, I've got through. I'm on the very last round of the um, dark tournament arc on uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. 
That still doesn't sum up Yu Yu Hakusho. The whole show is a fucking Terminator. I, it's I'm literally the uh, it just finished the fight with um, oh god, what's the old chick's name? Uh, Botan. Botan. Yeah, I'm no. Uh, I'm right around the fight where uh, Kurama. Yeah, I'm somewhere in there. I can't fucking remember. It's been a couple days, and I've also watched other shit. So, yeah, I'm still... So you're like, almost at 100% of 100%. I'm almost there. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just your average Japanese high school student. I am 14 years old. <laughs> um, I, uh... My name is Dib. I am 12 years old. Has a fucking JoJo like body. <laughs> I'm uh, 160 episodes into uh, Bleach right now, uh, so Jesus thir- Christ! I'm powering good through man, that good shit. Man. And um, on top of that, I watched fucking Keijo. I'm four or five episodes into Keijo right now because yesterday, after catching up on or watching the show that we're discussing this week. Um, I'm like, I got stoned, and I'm like, I like to get stoned and watch fan service. So the Mitch, one show, I I give you like this perfectly baked cake, all the time of good shit you can experience, and you just slap it aside, <laughs> take a shit on a plate, and slam that into your face and go, give me more of that. Give hey, me more hey, of that. Sometimes you need some guilty pleasures. I get that. Yeah, I don't and... think eating shit counts as a guilty pleasure. <laughs> For some people, it is. So I and we don't judge people, people here. And the, well, I will, and I will shoot you if I catch you eating shit on my property. <laughs> so yes, yes, I, I just won't have to catch you catch me, huh? Uh, and it's not out of hatred; it's out of principle. <laughs> and then, um, more fear of his life. Also, and he's willing to eat shit on your front porch. <laughs> I'm pretty also, sure they're on drugs. Listen. I also finished up uh, Shimonita as well, too. You know what? Shinamita is actually good, though. I, so I not, enjoyed that one. That one was actually... I'm it not, got really weird, but I enjoyed it. Alright, you know what? You've taken your shit, and it's now just like Kitchen Nightmares food. <laughs> shit! It's still raw! I love how they make a fucking joke about that, too. Uh, I'm gonna just <sighs> cu- uh, cut in right now, uh, just a, a Gordon Ramsay uh, screaming at someone for something. Alright, you fucking donut. <laughs> and now we're back. Uh, Gachi, what have uh, you been uh, up to? I'm almost caught up to Baki. Oh, wow, that's a Herculean task. I'm like under 100 chapters. For anyone that knows Baki, that's a lot of fucking reading I've done. I've also reread Ashton Joe. Um, what else did I go through? I reread, or I rewatched the City Hunter movie. I uh, uh, watched the bit we were supposed to watch for what we were watching for this episode, which is Cowboy Bebop, the first half. I uh, rewatched. I finally watched all of season five of Rick and Morty. I I have to fucking catch up on the new season. I'll send you my pirating link. I have I have a website that I go to for it. Cool. Um, what else have I caught up to? Uh, I've been playing a fuck ton and streaming a fuck ton of Genshin. Fuck, how's that going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I've almost finished the Liyue quest, so. 
think after that I go to uh, Inazuma, and then I'm caught up to where the game is. Yeah, I gotta I gotta re-download mine so I can start grinding that again because I've been uh, playing Rogue Galaxy. That's been fun playing that. Been playing a lot of Magic Gathering too, but just tabletop sim Magic because I fucking hate spending money on cards. <coughs> and I'm starting a new book here. I'm gonna start the Heroes Die books. And I caught up to Danadan, the manga there, and just looking through my recents now. Uh, caught up to beginning after the end, finally. And that's about it. Triple, what about you, brother? Hmm. Uh, I've been rereading through the entirety of Son of Ogre. Baki Son of Ogre. Uh, I've been watching what we were talking about today. And, uh, I've been trying to figure out the name of a certain anime that was, like, a big guilty pleasure back in the day that was just straight up etchy. Chobits? No, no, no. I, I, I have some class, good sir. Okay. <laughs> if I go so... etchy, I'm going full etchy. So this is actually really funny because I actually had this problem the other day at work. I was sitting here talking to my coworker about this French um, uh, cartoon show uh, from like back in the early two thousands, and it was I thought it was an anime, but Kobe then Oko? no, uh, she had or the character had like a hat. And fucking, it was always it was on TV in Can- uh, in Ontario on YTV, and I used to watch it all the time. And I I thought it was an anime, but no, it was actually a cartoon show. I fucking remember this. Can shit you describe like the plot to us, or describe the character? Because we can go like Ace Detective mode here. <laughs> we have the resources. We have the knowledge. I'm, you have I'm, me. I'm uh, I'm looking it up. Okay, right ignoring now. him. <laughs> Chick with hat. I am I am googling this did, right did now as we ass, speak. I'm sorry. Did you just dead ass look up chick with hat and put that to Google? <laughs> no, I did I'm not sorry. say that. <laughs> what? No, I would never have put that in. You're you're scraping <laughs> the bottom of the barrel here, bud. I got a list of cartoon shows for uh Canadian cartoon shows. It's it's in here somewhere. Of course, I would never do that. I put <laughs> chick with hat cartoon. I I put chick with hat Canadian cartoon show. Didn't like, you say on. it was French? Yeah, but it's all is from. Uh, it was a French Canadian show. Hold on, now I'm gonna join you. Hold on, chick with hat cartoon <laughs> French show. <sighs> Uh, this is so professional on the podcast. We're just hunting down this show. Um, uh, Was it Cyber Six? Yes, Cyber Six. That's the one. Hey, look what look what happens when you type in French. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's oh, bad. hex girls. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that randomly came up in a conversation with my coworker at my job uh, a couple days ago. 
because we were talking about old like cartoon shows we used to watch. And gargoyles. Yeah, gargoyles. Yes, that was another one. I remember having the VHS tape for gargoyles. And uh, was it Street Sharks? Street Sharks. Street Sharks. I think I think that's what it was. And there was like uh, motorcycle mice from Mars or something like that. Canadian TV is just a crack epidemic <laughs> of like it is. Someone's on an acid trip, and they're like, and they're doing some crack with their acid, and they're like, let's mix all of these together, and we'll get something worth using. Uh, did, you, did you guys ever see uh, Tuttenstein? Uh, yes. Fucking Tuttenstein was the uh, the shit back in the day. Ah, uh, for me, Wish, Wishbone. Wishbone was another fucking show I used to love watching when I was a kid. And that one used to just teach you about history and shit. I'm never uh, particularly big on cartoons as a kid, so... I mean, well, from from my perspective, when all you do is live in a fucking desert for the first couple years of your existence, you take what you can get in the form of Scooby-Doo. Uh, the 70s or 60s Spider-Man cartoon, hey, that, where he shoots a literal don't fucking make... net out of his wrist. That was a good fun one. Out of that. That's a good cartoon. <laughs> Then you had Spider-Man with friends, in which it was Iceman, and uh, I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, Fire Firestorm. Firestorm. It or might have been Firestorm. Yeah, I, I think barely it was remember Firestorm. that. Damn, Google and this shit, dude. Yeah, dude, that was back in the day. I had a lot of '80s shit. Like I have just about every. I, I pride myself with seeing just about. Until recently, like the last couple years, I've seen every Scooby Doo like material, like media ever. Hey, based, same. Uh, I was so happy with that shit. I don't care what anyone says, but What's New Scooby Doo is still my favorite. I love the intro to uh, What's New Scooby Doo. Fucking simple plan. Yeah, I can't believe they got simple plan. Actually, simple. I can't believe simple plan loved that so much they still play it at concerts randomly. they just fair, released. They fair, just though, released they, a new version of it on fucking. Uh, they just released a new version of it. To be fair, though, they would have been right around the right age to catch a bunch of Scooby Doo as kids. So, because they would have been in their, their late twenties. Yeah, they would have been right around when it was coming out in the nineties and the eighties. Right when there yeah. was a big Scooby Doo wave. For you it. know what else was a really good Scooby Doo show? That one on Netflix, <sighs> Mystery Inc. Mystery Inc. was a really I ha- good, I that was really good. good. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. You can, like, think of that as Mystery Inc. is basically, like, uh... It's the one You have normal Scooby-Doo, but you have an overarching mystery that they're trying to solve. Yeah. Oh my god, it's not a Monster of the Week, uh... No, it's, like, an an actual story arc, and there's twists about it, like, uh... Uh, Fred's dad, quote-unquote, is shown. And... There's a whole, like, epitotum thing of, like, the relationship between, um... It's revealed that uh, everyone thinks Daphne's the richest one in the group. It's revealed that Shaggy's parents are the richest ones in the group. Of course. Yep. Why do you yeah. think he always has munchies on him, man? He also, no, he also they can- spend most of their money on food. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Norville Rogers. Uh, and not to mention that, uh, in fact, like I think one of, like, what was, what was it? Uh, I, this, this is kind of a spoiler, but you're not going to really recognize it. Or it's not going to matter until like, the later, later on. Uh, Scooby-Doo throws hands with a eldritch being. Yep. Scooby's At got balls. At the very balls. end of the show. Damn, Scooby's huh? got balls. <laughs> oh, dude. 
You don't was even that, know. Was that what's new? I still think my favorite thing was the uh, the, the the sprinklings of Shaggy was a sleeper agent for the Soviet government and what's new Scooby Doo. Because he uh, has a like, sleeper word, and if you say it, he just turns into a, like a kung fu master badass and kicks the shit out of people. No, no, that was the movie, and that was with the uh, that was the mystery the of the alien. ghost T-Rex. Yeah, and that was where the whole Ultra Instinct Shaggy memes came yes, from. Yes, yes. Oh, I love The best much. memes. It was, it's a new age Chuck Norris, of course, but I still yeah. love it nonetheless. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite ones I've seen is, um, it is uh, Devil Artemis on uh, YouTube. It's uh, <laughs> Shaggy versus Cell. And yeah. it's like... Shaggy kicks his ass. <laughs> but, and then the best one is budget increase, uh, when they do the budget increase characters, and it's just, ah, uh, peak content. Everyone gets a bit more details, and Cell's like, I can fight him now. Ultra Instinct Shaggy also gets one, and he's like, fuck. The worst, the worst thing I ever saw was, um... Big booty pitches, as Kermit Her- said. Kermit fused with, uh... Cell. Cell. That was so cursed. Cursal, yeah. I think one of my favorite was uh, was when someone uh, modded Jump Force to have Goku replaced uh, with Shaggy, and it changed all of his voice <laughs> yeah, lines to, yeah. to Shaggy's voice like, lines. Like, man, you're screwed. <laughs> screwed. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, when he when he levels up, instead of like Goku's normal lines, he goes like, I'm gonna use like four percent of my power. <laughs> I'm gonna use four percent of my power. Four percent of one percent. <laughs> Remember when I used a hundred percent of my power? It was to let her go. <laughs> Depressing. The, the whole culture around Scooby Doo, I think, is one of my favorite things to just come out. I love fucking. It's so good. Like th- th- this tells you how deep of a relationship we have with Scooby Doo. We've been talking about it this long, and we don't make bad jokes of it because we love it too much. I mean. Uh. I mean, I, for... I still love. I still love how in later seasons they make Scrappy so unpopular that in later seasons, they, whenever he's acknowledged, they just they just hush up the character. They break the fourth wall and like silence. And like, there's one scene in Mystery Inc. where it's like the the the, the wax museum, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh look, it's Scrappy. It's like the whole gang's back together except for Scrappy. And then everyone like shuts his mouth and says, "Don't say his name." And Daffy started looking at his thing, and she just started crying. And Fred runs over to her and says. Don't worry, don't worry, he can't hurt us anymore. We <laughs> won't even speak of him anymore. We won't yeah. speak of him again. And yeah. that was the only mention he ever got, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> Scrappy wow. wasn't that bad of a character, why are they doing this? The Scrappy thing- is a confirmed sexual predator. <laughs> oh my god. He started pissing on everything, canonically. He pissed on everything. The one thing I do love about uh, Scooby-Doo was always the... Um, the random Scooby-Doo movies that always came out. Yeah. John like, Cena. It's like Scooby-Doo meets uh, the Bo- the Boo Brothers and stuff like that. Yeah. Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Man, I'm know. still disappointed at Scoob. I thought Scoob was going to be good. You expected it to be good? Warner Bros. nowadays? No. I had hope. Warner Bros. is just Capcom before Capcom unfucked itself now. Well, we're, just, we're still waiting for them to unfuck themselves. You know, it's going to yeah. take time. You know, you know what know. show had been back in the day? It was Shag and Scoob. Back when Shaggy and Scoob inherited the mansion. And oh. they had, like, a bunch of different things. And they had a bunch of, uh... 
Scooby Snack formula. You know what? They gave them superpowers. On the topic of this, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what would be a really fun isekai? Uh, mm. I died and came back as a cowboy. I call that reincarnation. Isekai yay, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? I bet we could do that. You know what? Isekai, but instead of a generic medieval Europeanish fantasy world, it's a setting straight out of a spaghetti western. I <laughs> shit you. You know how you like you get like you like special powers when you reincarnate? Yeah. You just get the emperor stand. You just like randomly God. pull out a gun. I can I can tell you guys right now that um I can talk to somebody who can actually set us up with a uh tabletop uh country west era a um cowboy style uh tabletop uh game. That would be fun. Uh, I was you know what? Uh you know what? All of us uh, Christians and all of the European and all of the Muslims need to put aside their differences and realize that after hundreds of years of crusading, uh, the Jewish people now own uh, the Holy Land. Just think about that for a minute. So that proves that nonviolence is the answer, because the people that stood away from it are the ones that profited from the Holy Land. I, I don't think the Jews were nonviolent at all. Well, okay, let's not get into Zionist theories. Yeah, we're, we're not, Zionist, we're not, we're not going political this week, damn it. We're not going political. I was referring more to the whole they crucified by God, but hey. That was the Romans. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, they didn't forcibly, like, hey, Romans, do this shit or we're gonna be angry. Eh. It's the world. Everyone hates everyone for no matter what reason you want to hate them. I don't- I don't hate them. No. Everyone hates everyone. I've just come to terms with that in my life. If you think about it, topic today, what did we watch, boys? Well, we finally got Mitch to watch the actual, uh... Big three. We got him to finally watch one of them. And that one I, I is mean, Mitch, take seen... it away. Drum roll, please. We are talking about the first 12 episodes of my new favorite number 5 anime of all time. We are talking about Cowboy Motherfucking Bebop today, and we're not talking about... I mean, we'll probably wind up mentioning it, because it's kind of like one of the motivations to talking about this. Um, The new casting for the live action movie will probably be mentioned we won't but even need to make a new horrible movie this week <laughs> but I guess yes. we should recast uh, Cowboy Bebop at that's rate. what we'll do we'll we can do a twist and make an actual good recast yeah yes. we'll make a good recast alright you know what if we're gonna talk about the, the live action the only thing I'm kind of iffy on is the fact isn't Jet Black supposed to be Mexican Yes, he is Mexican. He's yes, Hispanic. so why is he black in the casting? I I'm don't not, know. I'm not upset that they made a character black couldn't they just or get the? Couldn't they just get the guy who always plays all the Carloses in all the Spanish movies? 
Dude, I would have fucking loved that. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I would have loved Carlos, hey, Carlos. You know what? I would have loved to see, like, uh, Dave Batista. Isn't he uh, Mexican? He's Hispanic, yes. Yeah. Uh, Hispanic. He would be a perfect casting. Yeah, he would. Jet. Okay, remember that for when we actually make the perfect casting. Well, like, like okay. if you look at... Jack's supposed to be, like, the older mentor character, right? And no. I just... I, I think he is. No, he's not. Well, you he's, know what I mean. He, he plays, like, the sideline character. The, the yes. guy in the chair. But he, he also kind of fits into that as well. Because he's kind of the guy that knows everyone kind of character. The one thing I'm iffy on with the new Netflix casting is I don't know if Jonathan Cho has the chops to, uh, to play Spike. The only issue I have with him on that is the fact that this Spike is, is supposed to be German. Well, that also, but also the fact that um, well, he's a, he's a mix. He's also he's Japanese German. Okay. Uh, I, uh, this is nothing against him. Like I'm not coming at his throat or anything. I'm sure yeah. he's a fine actor, but I don't think he's the right age to play Spike. Yeah, we should all preface this. We're not knocking on the people's ethnicities or their or their acting abilities. We're just we're just This is purely based on like corporate decisions. Mm. Yeah, like Jonathan Cho, they should have taken a much younger uh, they should have given like an up and coming Hispanic actor uh, a- Asian actor or a uh, so- or a mixed Asian actor. If uh, anyone, someone, because Spike's only like twenty five, isn't he in the anime? He's like twenty five, twenty four. Yeah, yeah, something like that. He is quite young, but like the yeah. uh, the movie cast him looks and makes him look like he's like in his late thirties. It's not a movie; it's a full TV series. Yeah, it's gonna oh. be a series. Yeah, it's one of the many series that they're do or live action series that they're putting out now. And they, they pissed me off, because first off, the first thing they did is they redesigned Faye Valentine's costume. And that's already got my vote down, because Faye Valentine is built different. Don't fuck with my Faye Valentine. Yeah, uh, that, wasn't, that was not wise of them to do. Because they wanted body positive. I don't know. It was a weird reasoning they gave for it. Anyways, I understand if the costume's not physically able to get it done, but get it as close as possible with keeping the original design. Well, her her outfit isn't that hard to make. It's just a crop top version of a jacket. Yeah, it's a crop top jacket, I think a sports bra, and like... Booty shorts. Like, like even a little bit longer. They're like half shorts. They're not even full booty shorts. And, like, as for, like, the red cloth she has on, that's, that's like, the easiest thing to make. Yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm looking at her co- uh, picture of her costume right now, and, yeah, she literally has, like, the simplest costume you can think of. Like, just, just, just to basically preference this, I'm going to put an image in the, uh, the chat real quick, in the one chat, uh, and I'm going to have you guys look. Look at cosplayers. Look at what cosplayers were able to make. Yeah, like that is like that is like bang on, like right there. You know? yeah, yeah, she's not hard to make. It's not hard to make a good looking Faye Valentine costume. It's no, it's, it's the hardest part. The hardest part's getting your suspenders to stick up properly. Yeah, like so, like that's the only thing I'd be really concerned about. About it really is like the. The the, ca- the actors fine like I, I'm I don't have anything against the actors 
But casting wise, you should probably keep it on point for this because this is a very big classic and a lot. If you mess this up, like look, Netflix already should have learned from Death Note when they effed up that thing. Oh yeah, by making it a western instead of a specifically Japanese, because a lot of the Death Note uh, plot revolved around him being Japanese. Like so, I've seen how I've seen some images from the casting of it. And, like, Faye Valentine's costume is just way bulkier than it should be. And it doesn't look horrible, but it doesn't... She doesn't look like Faye... Like, I will say this. Jonathan Cho and, uh, God, who did they cast for Jet? They actually both kind of capture the essence I want for the characters. They have that swagger. But Faye Valentine, like, the actress they got to play Faye Valentine just does not give off the same, like, aggressively... I'm the bad bitch, I'm the in-charge woman energy from, like, some of the promotional art. Now, we, can, we this is actually a segue we could start talking about the show real quick. Uh, for instance... Uh, Mitch, look at that. Mitch, what was... Uh, yeah, that's a bit whiffy. Uh, Mitch, what was uh, Faye's, like, introduction into the series? Like, what was the first thing she did? Uh, she lost all her money at a casino and then was yeah. supposed to be a double agent for yeah, the, that... the bad guy. No, even before that, what was the first thing she did? She shot that. She went into a shop, took one of the cig- like the cigars, lit it after like oh, yeah. seducing the shopkeep, and then proceeded to light up an entire car with a what looked to be an SMG, and proceeded to like shoot and try to kill like three people. Yeah. Faye Valentine, that, that Faye Valentine in the anime can absolutely do that. She looks like she'd do that. Mm. Faye Valentine in the actual live action looks not like she would do that. Okay, the one casting I am already going to tell you I don't think can capture the role, and I'm going to hate it already, is Alex Hassel as Vicious. Alex Vicious. I, yeah. I I've never heard of. This guy before. Now, Daniela Pineda, uh, Pineda, I don't want to knock you. Listen, but you just, you don't have the energy. You, you've got, you just don't look like, you don't have the aggressive energy Faye Valentine needs. Oh. Like, I'm even, I'm like, as much as I'm upset about them changing uh, Jet and how they did him, I'm okay because Mustafa Shakir captures the essence of him, That's yeah, really he want. has a solid even, like. Yeah, even like that. As much just, as I, as much as I don't care really about the races of people, I, I'm upset when they change them. If someone can't capture the essence, but even looking at the promotional art, Jet and John Cho, as much as they look a little off, they have the energy needed. They have that swagger hmm. to them. Like, but, but I, I will say for like Jet and uh, for fucking God, I'm forgetting names right now. Uh, Mustafa Shakir? Yeah. Yeah. We just watched the anime. I am not good with names at all. We know this. The character. Uh, those two look like they both... The, but first off, I wanted to point out, like, both their costumes look fucking amazing. That's what I mean, like... But Faye Valentine, she went from looking like, um... Like, for lack of a better term, a combat gypsy... Or like well, she is a acro- Well, like, no, but no, because it's an offensive term now. 
she went from looking like a like an acrobatic gypsy type take on it, like a sexy gypsy kind of costume, right? And now she um, looks like the pinup girl from a 1940s, like the side of a bomber in World War II. That's I don't the best know the actual can... term for a... What is a non-offensive term for gypsy? I don't know. They're fucking gypsies, man. <laughs> uh, I'm looking this up. Daniela Pineda just doesn't... doesn't look like she's gonna do it right. And I'm willing to give her a chance. And I'm not knocking her because she's not revealing enough clothing. But her costume makes her look like she walked off the set of, like, Boardwalk Empire. Not off the set of Cowboy Bebop. You, you guys see what I mean with that costume? Yeah. Romany. Okay, call call them Romanies, apparently. Yeah, fuck it, they're gypsies. But, you get what I mean? It's just, it doesn't feel right Romani. with that vibe. She just doesn't... It's like, Faye walks with this confidence, and even with the way she's trying to walk, looks like someone trying to be confident. She looks like the lost girl in a high school, like the, the weird girl in a high school teenage rom-com. I also it's don't like the way that they gave her, like, these boots and shit. Like, the boots, Faye never wore boots. Like, if they, even if they cut the, cut the boots down at the knee, it would still capture the same effect. But they're like these big riding boots. Yeah, it's like it's like straight up to like almost where like the uh, the supposed the short like shorts would end, and it that just, doesn't really work. It doesn't feel she just like she her and Alex just they look like the odd guys out in it. Now the uh, the perfect uh, the perfect casting wise, I will say uh, John Cho. I was yeah before I saw some of these pr- pr- promotional arts, John Cho. Well, looking a tad old has the energy needed. Oh, absolutely! I, I feel like he's going to make a great spike. Uh, he's a bit old. That's the only thing I can really say about that. Like, and that's not that's not something they they can't touch up. By the way, like they yeah. can make him look young if they need to. He looks pretty young in these promotional images. Uh, him and Sly. Because I don't know how they managed to get a corgi that looked exactly like them. Yeah. But that's pretty effing impressive, I will say. Yeah. Swy looks great. Swy looks amazing. Like, Knives is supposed to be like the, or not like, Vicious is supposed to be like this tall, lanky, messy hair dude. And they they cast a, like, white, angry man. And (laughs) he's supposed to have this long, lanky, white hair. And they cast a Middle Eastern dude that looks like he's about to repair my laptop. Wait, what? Hold on, I haven't seen him. Did you not see Alex Hassel? They cast Alex Hassel. Here, I'll, I'll show you the image. I'm. Wait a minute. That's a big. That's a big change. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know. Like some of the casting they put on, or they they put is really fucking weird. He just sent the same image twice. Yeah, there you go. I um unless they're giving I, him a yeah, unless they're they giving might him, give a him a wig, I don't say. Yeah. They're probably gonna give him a wig. Yeah. Yeah. Or if he grew his hair out or something. I don't know. I'm just He's gonna I'm, have to play that role really well. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna have to give him a lot of makeup. I I can see this is probably gonna be a one and done kind of thing. I can't see them doing more than one, honestly. Yeah, I'm like with the one piece live action that got announced too, I'm also very cautious. Yeah. Very. <laughs> look, one look. It, it, n- this isn't anything against the actors or anything. Like even no. even to some extent, some of the management. 
but Netflix does not have a good track record when it comes to this stuff. So I ha- good, I'm going the in there only, with zero confidence. Yeah, the only good thing I've ever seen that's come out of a Netflix anime adaptation for live action is Willem Dafoe. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Because none of the... Like, I, I'm iffy about John Cho, but from the promotional images, he seems to have the vibe. Same with Mustafa Shakir. He, other than like them changing Jet from... Uh, Hispanic, which I believe he is in the show. If I'm wrong, fucking no, no, he is Hispanic because he literally goes to a neighborhood like that. Uh, forget the name of the neighborhood he was in, but it was like a very Hispanic uh, na- neighborhood. It was a very yeah. heavily in- inspired by the Hispanic nature or culture. Yeah, but I, I can live with that because they both seem to have the vibe down. That's what it comes down to when you're doing a live action adaptation. And Daniela Pineda and Alex Hassel, I'm not going to knock them till I see them, but they don't seem to have the vibe the show gives them. Because the biggest thing about, like, Cowboy Bebop is it's like a D&D space campaign following the rule of cool. Mm. Like, everyone's laid back and chilled for the whole series. It's really weird to see it like this. Well, it's gonna be one of those. It's, maybe that's. Uh, it could be one of those things that you know we give it a shot. You know, see what happens. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch it and review it for the show. I'll definitely watch the first episode and see. I'm like, willing to give it. I'm willing to give it a chance. Like if it's, yeah. they're putting the work in. I I hold by my whole. I give it at least three episodes before I give a judgment. <laughs> You because you can have a bad start, but you can make it a good thing. Uh, plenty of anime have had that that way. Yeah. Like Naruto, for instance, didn't have too good of a start. Very basic, very borderline. E- oh, I'll say One Piece in the anime had a rough start too. Mm-hmm. Especially that. Yeah, those... So I'm I'm more than happy to like say, hey, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll give you the first three episodes. You got me for three weeks, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, I think why don't we why don't we just go into it? Why don't we cast our perfect casting for this? All right, we'll yeah, get, we can we'll go get, for it. Yeah, then we'll go right into a full blown discussion about it. So, uh, who are we going to get playing Spike? We actually had a conversation about this before, didn't we? Don't remember who we picked for it. Okay, okay. I uh, I'd go. I'd go. Stephen Yun, who plays Glenn in uh, I was Ted. I was literally going to say that. I can I see was, that. Yeah, he's very young. Yeah, I young very, enough. He, no, I, I don't he think looks, he could because he's not. Uh, is, how tall is he? Because I know Spike's like what six two. Yeah, he's not quite. I'm willing to uh, negotiate on height. I think John Cho is a good choice of casting. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not. Too, I mean, height is not really important for him. I would say, hmm. but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Nah, it, it, for Spike, I know a lot of his shit is uh, redirecting, so he doesn't need to be lanky. But I do know like that was one of his, like, hey, the girls love me because I'm tall, dark, and handsome. But uh, yeah, Glenn would do a very oh, good yeah. job. I, I would agree to that. All right, I mean, uh, we, could get, we could get Harry Shum Jr., but he's probably still a little old for it. But that's uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar. I go towards more Glenn. Yeah, I think I can't. I can't see really them well. as anything but Harry and Kumar now. Mm. Yeah, it would be okay, very so... awkward seeing him kick ass in space. <laughs> All right, so let's go with uh, Jet Black. Who are we gonna get Jet Black? Uh, Jet Black to play Batista. 
Dave Batista or uh, yeah, anyone like big and bulky like Dave. I think Dave Batista is just our best bet on that. So I'm I'm looking at a I'm looking at like someone made a random like collage and they put Josh Brolin with him. Josh Brolin. That name sounds familiar. Give me a sec. Uh, Thanos uh, from the Avengers yeah. movies. As Jet. Yeah, like I, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I'll post it. I'll post it in the chat. No, nah, yeah, no, I know who it is. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't put him as Jet. No, because that goes towards more along the lines of uh, again towards the. Uh, I would want him to be more Hispanic, just mm. so we can get more of that culture. Because that was like a lot of what Jet's background is is coming from his Hispanic culture. So I would want him more to be his like towards the Hispanic side. Yeah, I, I honestly think that maybe like Batista would probably be the best. Yeah, one of the one of the better options for that character. No, yeah, no, that isn't a distance. What the like, fuck? Josh I'm Brolin taller. Always. I'm taller than Dave Batista. What the fuck, dude? You're <laughs> taller than like ninety percent of the human population. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I sit right around the six foot six mark. That's like saying, man, I'm like two stories tall. Why is everyone so much shorter than me? Says the skyscraper to the condo. Okay, now, <laughs> we gotta ask, who would be our choice for, for Faye? Faye. Yeah. That's a hard one. Because yeah. there's not too many... Like, I guess they can get the chick from that played Wanda. Mm, Mia Djokovic? Uh, yeah, we could. I know she's Roman, uh, Romani. Why not uh, Charlize Theron? That could work. She could yeah. really pull off that vibe, but she's probably a little old. Yeah, that might be the only problem is that she might be a little too old for that. Mm. Well, that would actually fit with the story, wouldn't it? <laughs> hmm. Like, I could see her playing maybe, like, the heavy metal queen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I could definitely see her play that character. But, was it play Faye? Honestly, I still feel like Mia Jokovic is probably our best bet for it. Yeah. You can't it, act. Yeah. Um, we could always go with like Scar, uh, Scar Joe. Yeah, we could, I guess. She could probably pull it off, but getting her on would be hard. All right. Uh, so who's gonna be Ed? I'll let you guys go for that. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is what Ed a boy or a girl? We- this is a thing I've been afraid to ask for so long. I don't know if it, what Ed is. Uh, supposedly, I'm I'm looking on Wikipedia, and Wikipedia has uh, Ed listed as a girl. Okay, okay. Um, okay, let's think. Uh, child actors that are also redheads. There is not many. Yeah, that's the only problem. I mean, you can easily just take uh, somebody and give them a, put a wig on them or something. Mm, nah, not for Ed. His Ed's too fucking... I'm gonna throw my head out in five different directions. 
That wig would come off any way of the week. Any yeah, any day of the week. Piper Perry. Piper Perry. God damn it! Damn it! Uh, fuck's sakes! Now doesn't that look like a common in- uh, a very <coughs> very familiar image? I, I know exactly who the fuck he's talking about too. From what I remember, the fucking image and the video too. Anyways, um, I mean, who? Who, are we who would get we to... get for that? Because that's like... Yeah, who are we going to get to play Ed? Uh, we'll just... We'll figure that. We'll let them cast it. I don't uh, know who we'd get for Ed. Ed's actually very difficult to go for. Alright, who's going to be our vicious? Vicious, vicious. Our vicious. That's fucking hard. Oh, uh, the guy who played Sherlock. Robert Downey Jr.? No, 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 the other Sherlock. The one with the TV show, BBC. The one who played Doctor Strange. Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch could definitely do it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. He's got the vibe. He's got the, he's got the, he can make himself any way he wants. And you put a wig on him and he looks intimidating. Or even, I would say even Joaquin Phoenix would legitimately be a great... He's got the dude. Ever since I've seen like Joaquin Phoenix do the Joker, like I've seen that man's roles just open up. Well, that man that he can he could play a really good character that would fit into Vicious very easily. Oh yeah, definitely. He's got that like psycho uh, psychopathy down like to a T. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would be a great choice for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, who's gonna be Julia? Hmm. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. I don't know, the Netflix casting for Julia looks really good, but I can't tell you who it is. Um, I would have to agree with you. That one, I think they got spot on. Yeah. 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 Honestly, if they switch Faye and Julia, they would have better castings on both parts. I think. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could probably actually. I could, yeah, I agree with that. I could, I could see her doing it. Yeah. Yeah, put a wig on both of them. They, they would rock. Oh yeah. Ah, so there I, we go. Just, there we go. Solve their own question. Switch the roles. <laughs> Alright, so that is our perfect casting for the important characters. Well, we haven't chose Ayn yet. I mean, it's Ayn, who are we going to get Netflix, Netflix dog wins Ayn. <laughs> That's there the best go. cast in now. the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think we can get... Wait, who's directing our Cowboy Bebop? Oh, yeah, who's going to direct Cowboy Bebop? Um, we need... Dave okay, Schneider. so we're trying to do Dave Schneider. No, uh, the um, guy that the guy that did Upgrade. I forget his name. The one I was thinking of, of uh, fucking um, Spike or, Lee. Spike Lee, yeah, Spike Lee would do a great one. Spike, Spike Lee, Lee good. Yeah, I don't know who Spike Lee is. Spike uh, Lee is. Did, I trust your he opinion. Did Black, he did Black Clansman. Oh, what about the dude who did Django? 
Uh, fuck, I know who you talked about. It's uh, the guy that likes ultra violence. He did kill Bill. Oh, fucking, um, that's, um, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Yes. I think Quentin Tarantino would do a great job. That He would do, a, it would be a very bloody one, especially, uh, yeah. for, I mean, spoiler alerts, uh, the interactions between Spike and, uh, Vicious, where yeah. it always revolves him being shot. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it would be very bloody for sure. Dude, I, I think there's so many, like, anime movies that, like, Quentin Tarantino would do a great job. Just... <sighs> I would love to see him do Tokyo Ghoul, because I think he would do a, a fucking interesting job on that one. You know which one he would do? Really good. Baki. Well, that, but... Trigun. Oh! And you know the one scene I'm talking, I'm referring to. Yeah. He would do great with scene. that one scene. He would play with that so much. There's no, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind. Quentin Tarantino would do a great job with Trigun. Or wait, or wait, are you talking about the January incident? I think is what it is. That incident, or the sniper scene. That and El Diablo. Or El, yeah, El Diablo, yeah. El Diablo, dude, I got shivers from El Diablo. Yeah, Trigun's great. We'll get you to watch that at some. We're point gonna finish. make you watch. I'm gonna get you to at least El, El Diablo the first attempt. Yeah. Anyways, we should probably talk about the show. Yeah. That we are covering. So, Mitch, how about you walk us through the show a little bit? So, we are talking about the amazing 1997 classic, the science fiction neo noir themed uh, anime called Cowboy Bebop. And holy fucking shit. This fucking show, I am. Like I said, I have seen the light. And I've seen the amazingness that is Cowboy Bebop, and it is for I shall, sure. I shall unsheath my clothes and show you my saber for you to worship it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to listen and, to your friends now, more, more now often, aren't you? <laughs> and I, I'm sitting there watching this, because this is, for anyone who doesn't know, my first time watching Cowboy Bebop. He hasn't watched the original Big Three yet. I'm horribly surprised by it. Like, and so there wasn't there's a like, Big there's, Three originally. Well, there's, there's like four Big Three eras now. Yeah, there's, there's the modern Big Three era, which I would say just like fluctuating, but currently it's probably JJK, uh, Chainsaw Man, and Black Clover. And then yeah, it was Fire Force, but Fire Force hasn't updated yet, so I don't know. And Fire Force has collapsed. No one likes Fire Force anymore. It's too much fan service. Mm. No, no, no. I, that was I, the issue. This of all update. people, I of all people wanted to like Fire Force, and I don't. And then now uh, you had. Um, I know we one had, of the big. We had the One Piece, Bleach, and uh, Naruto, Naruto era. Then yeah. we had the the nineties kind of crossing over era. Which Dragon was, Ball, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. No, 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 no. The crossing over era is like the three big dubs that came out uh, in like the early 2000s. It would have been Trigun, Outlaw Star, and then uh, Trigun, Outlaw Star, and Cowboy Bebop. And then before that, you had the Jump Golden Age, which was Fist of the North Star, Dragon Ball, and City Hunter, the three manga that put Jump on the map. I don't. I think Dragon Ball came out the same time period as... Yeah, it came out literally like three months after Fist of the North Star. Dead, okay, never mind then. Yeah, it's... That's when the manga started. Yeah. It literally started three months after. And the reason I put City Hunter on there is because City Hunter is, like, massive in Japan, 
but hardly known outside. It's one of those ones that just never got brought over here. It's like Baki or Kingdom. And, uh, yeah, so, watching this for the first time, the thing about this show is that it tackles so much of everything I love in anime. Um, amazing voice cast, or amazing voice acting. This is one of the few times it's more acceptable to watch the dub over the sub. Um, yeah, dude, the dub, Spike as the dub is so good. Uh, like, I, since I, I've begun talking about this, I don't know if you guys noticed, my voice has gotten deeper. <laughs> because, like, my body is just like, I need to match Spike. Bang. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, and um, the soundtrack, I mean, the fucking goddamn soundtrack is legendary. Like, I loved every... Outlaw, sim- Star, Outlaw Star's heavy metal, Trigun's classic rock, and this is smooth jazz. Mm. And I loved a lot of the, the music that played... You know, the intro, obviously, Tank. I mean, Tank's going to be the song that's playing, cut, bringing us into this topic. And then there's, you know, fucking, like, all, like, the little bits and pieces of, like, background music and everything else. It was just so good. Like, I got my my drummer, who's not an anime fan, to sit and listen to the soundtrack and made him interested in checking out the show. Yeah, just because I'd he loves the my- music. I would argue like, that the, I can, the the crossing I, over three are like the perfect animes to get someone into anime with. I I bet you, I bet you like eventually I I'll, I will try it, but I I bet you this is one of those very few animes that I can get my father who is does not like anime at all. He thinks it's very silly, but he lets me have my fun mm-hmm. and. I bet you I can get him to watch it and at least like it a little bit. Because it's just... Because it, it cause what my dad watches is... My dad watches a lot of the old western shit, like... Uh, yeah, it feels like a spaghetti western in space. Yeah, it's yeah. A spaghetti western in space. exactly what it is. So I think my dad would very much like this. Mm. It's like, so that, that's, why, that's why I gauge it on. This is like one of those ones that anybody can get into. And I feel like, hey, if I feel confident showing to my dad and hit my dad would like it... Congratulations. Anybody can watch this and probably like it now. Mm. Cowboy Bebop is the anime you show to get someone that doesn't like anime into anime. And then you warn them, hey, minefields upon minefields, stay out. Yeah. <coughs> then you show them Boku no Pico. No. Uh, no. I <laughs> saw I saw a meme today, and it was uh, the anime you refer to friends when you like them, and it was Cowboy Bebop. And it was like the one you refer to someone you hate, and it was the person holding uh, a screenshot of fucking po- or Boku, Boku no, no Pico. Pico. Fuck Ooh. me! I'm not gonna be. Ex- I'm so not ready to talk about that. And we're gonna be talking about that fucking very soon. Very, very soon. <sighs> I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks to a certain someone. Thanks, Gotti. Thanks, Gachi. What? I, yeah, I love how like I got trapped in this. Like, I got sucked in here after you guys decided to do it. <laughs> like you, you like you're like, oh, we're going down. The ship's going down. Might as well grab this random passerby and bring him in. <laughs> bringing, we're bringing it down the sinking ship that's called talking anime. I mean, nah, meanwhile, not- I'm over here like I already got out the ship once. Don't bring me back in that. Don't bring me have back down there, seen, kid. Have you ever seen that meme where it's the uh, the two terrorists hijacking a plane? And it's got the like, kid. And they're teaching the kid how to fly. And he's like, 
He's like, he's like, he's like, you want to be a pilot when you grow up? And the kid goes, yes, yes. He's like, it's a shame. Now aim for that stadium. And they start screaming Allah Akbar, and the kid starts screaming Allah Akbar with them. Me and Mitch are the terrorists, and you're the little kid. <laughs> no, no. Except for me, I'm fully aware of what I'm doing, and I'm like, I don't want to, but it's peer pressure, and it's effective. And all um, right, now take this crack cocaine. <laughs> Boy, you I, I can't say. I mean, we're we're not that bad. I mean, in our native land of Canada, we're number seventy-seven on uh, rankings for anime and uh, manga for podcasts. So. And we support the Taliban, so that way we can become the number one podcast in Afghanistan. Oh goddamn! We're already like what number thirty-three in like Peru. Yeah, there's like some random fucking South America. I think it was Peru. Was yeah, Peru. Was like, shout, shout out to all, all the followers in Peru. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? Find something better to listen to. We're the shittiest podcast of the shittiest variety. <laughs> Why the fuck are we so popular in Peru? We I shouldn't don't know. be. I don't know. I, I, think, hey, I don't know. All my boys in Peru, how you do? And I'll tell you what. Uh, any people from Peru here that find me in the Discord. Tell me what language you speak, and I'll learn all the racial slurs in that, and, s- and sprinkle them throughout an episode for oh, you. Oh, god damn it. Oh, god. No, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is gonna be straight up just us having to go through and pull a fucking, um... God damn, what's his name? Robert Williams. Yeah. <laughs> like, you did, did you guys hear about that? No. Uh... Oh, hold on, that's not Robert Williams. Robin Williams, sorry. Robin uh, Williams. Okay. Robin Williams. Back when he was playing, uh, uh, it might, you may have heard of the show, Morton Mindy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't actual made up speak. Those were actual languages he was speaking. He was oh. saying random phrases and just cursing in it. And he was just <laughs> seeing how much he could slip by the censors. <laughs> and at one point, he got an entire season through before, like, like, he said something in, like, Argentina or some shit. And, like, someone there just randomly spoke Argentinian, and he was just like, Hey, Robin. Huh? <laughs> uh, you know I can speak Argentina, right? He's like, so close. <laughs> what a fucking legend. And do you want to know the best part? What? They had to keep hiring more people who spoke different languages because he didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> he kept going, and this time he challenged himself to make it even lesser-known languages. He learned entire languages just to f with people. Oh God! Damn There's it. a reason he is one of my—he is my favorite actor of all time. All right, I think it's time to hear. Back. So, what was your guys' uh, first encounter with uh, Cowboy Bebop? A lot of drugs. And some heavy metal music, and then that came on the TV. Uh, the first time I was, I was like a child sleeping. Uh, and I woke up in the middle of the night, George Lopez style. And up of my TV is on, it's going on to Nami, and the next thing I know I see Spike's handsome devil face just at the, uh, the door. Uh, at, or at the, uh, at, on my TV, and I'm just like, oh, buddy, what is this? And I'm over here like, okay, uh, Space. What is this show called? Back to Cowboy Bebop. Oh, that's a cool-ass name. Uh, okay. And I think the first episode I saw was, like, um, it was the Pet Shot episode. Oh, okay. 
It was like episode three, I think. It was like episode yes. three or four. And I'm yeah, like, well, three. this is very interesting. And then, like, it was like, I guess it was on, like, a uh, very out-of-order, like, um... Airing? Airing. Because, like, the next one came on was another random episode. And it was the it was the, the red-eye episode. Okay, so that was episode two, one, I think, actually. Yeah, so it started, like, going back and forth. And I'm like, whoa, this is, like, such different varieties for a show. I like this. And that was my first ever, like, experience with, um... The Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, fucking, um... I, I got... I, fuck, man. So, man, what... we? So, obviously, we're going to be mainly discussing up to the episode known as Jupiter Jazz Part 1, which was episode 12. So, anyone listening to this, if you have not watched this, um, you have been warned. Uh, spoilers are going to be uh, ahead. So... Let's talk uh, fucking waifu. Let's go with our first waifu and husbando. Let's go with that. Husbando, Spike Spiegel, waifu, yeah, Faye Valentine. Easy. Uh, uh, I'll change my husbando to Jet, but keep Faye as my waifu. I, I'm I'm going to go with triple on uh, the the choices. Listen, the only reason I chose I chose Jet over Spike is because Jet, Jet will make me cool cybernetic limbs hack into anything for me, and he'll make me uh, uh, beans and peppers, or what is it? Uh, beef, beef and pepper, beef and beef and peppers. Yeah, uh, Jet. I think you forgot the beef in this beef and pepper. No, it's beef and peppers. No, it's not. <laughs> yes. It is. Why can't we afford actual meat? Because you keep causing mass collateral damage, Spike. Oh. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> that about sums up the whole vibe of this show. Yeah. And, um... It's, it's mass destruction with smooth jazz background music. Oh my god, the smoothest of jazz. <sighs> the jazz so smooth that if you slid it in while you're playing this, you wouldn't even feel it. Dude, like, I usually don't deal Ripped. with, um... For both our pleasures. Yeah, both of our pleasures. I usually don't like, uh... Hold on, my parents just got home. I usually do not like jazz too much just because I have to listen to that constantly at work. But no matter what the time or day is, it is mandatory that whenever you hear the, the Cowboy Bebop theme... You must like just stand attention, listen to the entire thing. That, this is just one of the animes you don't skip the opening, no matter no, you what. Pull your you pull your cock out and start rubbing one out till the song's done. Then you can put it away. Yeah, it it was I mean, just too good. Like, dude, listen. The music if you're on a like, date, if you're on a date, so great. and you play tank, you will get inside of that person. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a dude. I mean, if you're a chick, you will get inside. That's how you get a man to be, agree to be pegged. Is you pose a question while tanks playing. You know the boom, yeah. Because at that point in time, the male has felt adventurous and say, "Hey, I'm down for anything." You got man, that 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 baseline gets my nipples nice and rock hard. So why not, dude? Three, two, I used one. To let's go. I used to fuck let's with yeah. people in my band class by uh, by playing that randomly in songs. My God, I had to like 
I I I, I kind of wanted to do that shit, but like I I went to a uh, and this is every sense of the word. I went to a hillbilly school, high school. So absolutely none of them would have liked it. My school had a jazz band, so but they would yeah. never let us learn or play tank, even though it's fucking wow. phenomenal. You want to come yes. to that thing? So fucking um, what is uh, fucking everyone's favorite uh, moment? Uh, I'm gonna say part one, just all of episode one. Mm. It's definitely one of the episode one and the ending are my two favorite parts of the show. So in the first half, it's episode one. All of episode one is a perfect first episode. I, the one thing I always loved was whenever Spike showed off like his like hand to hand combat. Yeah, like, it feels really fluid. It was. It's. One of the things that it really caught my eye on how well it was really animated for them doing all of the crazy things he did. Like, the one scene where, I think they're on a bus. And, or it was either a bus or a plane. And uh, they're being, like, the host or fucking, they had, like, guys trying to hold them up. And he just wakes up, and it's just, like, awesome, like, fluent mo- or movement of just beating these guys' asses and not realizing yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty great. I definitely have a soft spot for this show. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's a... It is a... Oh, oh, like I said, it's a really fucking good show. And I'm only fucking 12 episodes into it, and I'm just itching to watch more. Alright, I just got back. Sorry about that. My dad came in the room. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the first episode? Or the first uh, half? My my favorite part, or yeah, my yeah, favorite part from the first half of the show. That is a difficult question, because like my overall favorite character is Spike, but that is followed up by um, Ed. Mm-hmm. So did I? I forget though, because I, I have trouble remembering. Uh, was the first half the part where the lobster came into play? No, I think that's episode fourteen. Uh, Damn, just by a bit, because uh, I would say that's definitely my favorite. <laughs> it is well, a good uh, part. Was it was that the um, the episode where he uh, they were getting like infected by uh, a random bite or whatever it was? Yes, and then like random food food po- it was like it. yeah, it was like ra- yeah, that was that was actually the first part. That was, oh, was. God, I because I was just watching this yesterday. Um, dude, I dude, I loved that so much. I was like, how are they going to win against this? Oh, you know yeah, what? I, no, I lied earlier. That was the first episode I ever saw of Cowboy Bebop. The lobster. The lobster episode, which is why it's so like close to me. Alright, I'm just gonna quickly check this out. Professional. Professionals. We have standards. Yes. Yes, of course we are. We uh on the on the you know, fucking spot figuring this shit out, don't worry. It's okay. Uh yeah, I commit you guys... various war crimes in Nigeria. Yeah, why don't you guys keep uh, filling up the dead air while I look for this, and I'll uh, let you guys know when I uh, find it. Okay. Triple. Hmm. Balky. Oh my god, how are you loving it? Um, I just want to say, ripping a man's soul out through the power of martial arts and an old woman. Ah, I know exactly where you are. 
So, what do you think? Did I get close enough? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got the basics down, I think. Yeah. Martial arts makes you good at everything. Especially throwing old women into old samurai faces. Okay. Specifically from that part, I will say, Baki's strength doesn't come from the fact that he's a martial artist. It comes from his fucking brain. Yeah, he's like, he's like, how can I beat this unkillable master, master swordsman? Oh, I'll become him. And then, and then, I'll insult him, and then I'll throw an old woman at him when he's not looking. (laughs) And that's how I'll win. And damn it if he didn't win. Yeah. Or, uh, I love Hanoma, uh, anytime comes onto the scene, I am loving it, because he's such a fun character. (laughs) Oh my god, that was the greatest, (laughs) just like, I'ma cut you. No, you're not. The F you mean you can't, no. Observe no. punches sword. <laughs> this is how we do it in the Hanayama schoolyard. He uses his muscles to hold the sword in his hand and beats him down with it. My God, dude, it was so great. I'm not I gonna say who it is to see that, anime. but that dude had so much fun fighting him. All right, oh, yeah. all right, all right. So it was uh, episode 11, Toys in the Attic. Okay, yeah, it was right near the middle point. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the episode right before uh, Jupiter Jazz uh, Part One. Yeah, yeah that that was a really good episode. I did enjoy that episode too. Oh, dude, that was my favorite. That that shit was just like hilarious. And everybody freaked the f out. Zwei's just over here chilling like a villain, and then Ed's like, "I'm hungry." Oh, food. Nom solves the entire issue. <laughs> yeah. 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 And but, then. Uh, uh... Another really good episode was uh, when Edward's first uh, appearance. Oh yeah, that, that was another. Yeah, the, the home the planet. Fucking, yeah, the uh, laser, the satellite that was drawing uh, crop circles because it reminded them of uh, the time before uh, everything went south. Yup, dude, you just, Ed had a great arc. Like as a character, Ed had like one of the best, which is why I think like the like reason wise. I think that's why Ed's on a lot of the promotional material is because I think that's one of mm-hmm. his like the uh, the manga's uh, favorite characters. But this has gone on pretty long, and I feel like we should come down to our closing argument. So the first half of Cowboy Bebop, Mitch, what do you give it out of ten? Oh, out of thirty. Fuck. Out of thirty. Out of fucking thirty, it is a twenty-nine point fucking nine 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 nine. I. Fucking can't put enough fucking nines down on this bitch. Triple? 30. 30. I give it, I'd give it a 29. The only one I'd give like a 32 is Trigun because I like Trigun more. Mm. But I actually no, I wouldn't even give Trigun a 30. I, I'd give Cowboy Bebop like a solid 29. Mm. It's just, it's, it holds up, it's fucking legendary for a reason. Mm. So you would give it like a 29 plus plus? Yeah, it's not quite a 30 in my books, because it does have some issues here and there, but they're very minute issues. Uh, that, I, I, that's why I say, like, even though it does have, like, I mean, like, mon- like minuscule issues, it is too effing iconic and not to be a high-ranking. Like, it, it's it's too... Those, those things, like, don't matter to me, since I had so much fun watching it, and then you take into account, like... You talk with other people about it, and everyone has the... Because I've never met a person that didn't dislike it. And a person who's actually tr- watched it. 
only ever have good things to say about it. So that's why I, I'm going to give it a 30. I would say, as boomers, idiots, and people that are less educated than us, it looks old, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I've never had a person say... Cowboy Bebop looks bad because it's old. But it, but it's got better animation than 90% of the shit that comes out these days. It's yeah, so smooth. Is... Like, when we go back to the first episode where it's, like, the the, the red eye, the way, oh. like, he had his kicks when it, whenever Spike had the, the, the poncho on. Yeah. The way he was so smooth, just ducking and diving <laughs> over tables. Meanwhile, he's throwing, like, roundhouses over to the head of the dude who's on drugs. Yeah, and fucking, uh... Seven Deadly Sins can't get their shit together to do one fucking fight properly, you know? Oh, dude, it was so sad what they went through, but... Dude, Cowboy Bebop's just too iconic not to have a perfect 10 for me. Hmm. Like, right. I, ha- I have a feeling that when this is all said and done, this is gonna be one of my first anime shows that I almost give a perfect 10 to. Look, look, if this, is, this is my honest opinion based on how I've seen you rate so far. If you're rating this a 29.89 now, it is absolutely going to be a 30 by the time you're done with it. Yeah, like I said, this is one of my favorite endings in all of anime. There is no effing way it's not going to be a 30 by your standards. This this will be a perfect score for you. So are we going to actually do uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door as well? Which was the uh, the uh, Cowboy Bebop movie, because that takes place between episodes 22 and 23. Yeah, we can we, we can, can definitely do, do that. a special on that. Because yeah, we'll that the, I've seen the movie and the and believe it or not, and this is surprising. Uh, the movie has plot wise, I would rate that movie like a, a, if if not if not a twenty nine a thirty. It has yeah. better animation. The story's just as good. It ties in perfectly to the anime. It's canon. Uh, the characters are effing phenomenal. I would well, rate a lot that. Of, like pirating sites, you'll find it. You'll see it marked as episode twenty-two point five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's, it te- it takes place in between twenty-two and twenty-three. It is too good. Like it is great. But with that being said, as much as we'd love to cover the second half of Cowboy Bebop, we have something special for our episode fifty. <sighs> Mitch, I got some special music for you to cue in right on my finger snap. And now that that monstrosity is being dealt with, I fucking hate you. I I fucking goddamn this. I don't want we, you. You this you we'll brought this you. upon us. You. I I that was all <laughs> gotcha, man. I was perfectly fine rewatching fucking goddamn Skelter Plus Heaven. I was willing to watch anything else but this shit show that we're reviewing next week. My God, everyone. I- I am literally we having to, like, you. give up a day for this. Like, yeah, I'm gonna need, like, you. recovery time. You know what? You know what? As a fun thing, 
when we watch it, we'll do a drinking game and record immediately after we've watched all three bits of Boku no Fuck, dude, dude, last time I did a drinking game, I got fucking wasted. Yeah, you died, and we had to end the stream. Yes. Anyways, guys, we all love you. We'll see you next week. This has been Talking Anime. This is Gachi, signing off. See you later, Space Cowboy. Fucking kill me, please. <laughs> Bang!